It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Dolphins took to the practice field on Friday, and based off the NFL's credentialed reporting policies, we're going to talk about the things that we can talk about from the Dolphins' busy day on Friday, July 28th. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. Today is Friday, July 28th. 2023. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting with Joe Marino. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Special shout out to our everydayers who do keep it locked in with us on a daily basis. Today on the show, I just got back to Miami Lakes and had a chance to uh, observe Friday's practice for the Miami Dolphins, which you could describe with one word, if that word that you chose to use was smothering, because the Dolphins' defense, amidst all the questions of the Jalen Ramsey injury, they showed up. They showed up big time, and that's a large part about what we are going to talk about here today on the show. Some some fascinating uh, storylines that, that we're going to continue to see unfold. We heard from Mike McDaniel. He gave us an update on Jalen Ramsey and what he's doing. Um, so lots to get into, but I do want to acknowledge I've got my two deep here from practice, and I have the um, the reporting policy, the NFL reporting policy. So there's going to be some things we talk about, and then there's going to be some things that we don't talk about. And it's because the Dolphins have been very gracious to give me the opportunity to come and attend practices as credentialed media here on site, here for, for the team. So uh, some things that we can't necessarily go into depth on, but it's still insightful and helpful to see, to kind of see the big picture of the team. Media coverage and covering practice may not. We'll go down the line, okay, just real quick. Live blogger tweet from practice that is closed to fans, okay? That's done and over. Practice is over with. We're on the podcast. Live stream on any social platform or website from practice, including interview availabilities, open practice sessions, so on and so forth. Not Again, not a problem. Reference plays run or game strategy. This includes describing formations, motions, non-conventional plays. Report which players are practicing with which individual units. This includes first and second team personnel groupings, uh, nickel defense, short yardage, so on and so forth. Describe in detail or speculate on the injury of any player injury sustained during practice. Report, paraphrase, or reference comments overheard between players, coaches, and staff while on site or record any videos outside of the shooting period window has ended until the last player and coach has left the practice field. Okay? So there's stuff that's off limits, but there's still a lot that you can get into. And what I can tell you is Bradley Chubb was wearing the orange jersey today. And Christian Wilkins did his best to make sure that he was the dude who's going to be wearing the orange jersey on Sunday when the Dolphins have their next practice. I've been, this is my third year in Dolphins camp. I ain't ever see Christian Wilkins have a practice the way that he just looked. In three years, Christian Wilkins in practice 
was a, a whole different level. And he looks great. Like, I don't know if he's slimmed down a little bit, but he's carrying whatever weight he's playing at right now extremely well. Uh, the intensity was off the charts. High intensity. High intensity effort. Uh, letting the offense know when he's getting his wins up front. And he was all over the place. It's um, It was pretty eye-opening. In a front seven that dominated, Zach Sealer had a great day. I thought Raquan Davis had a good day. I thought Bradley Chubb had an awesome day. Jalen Phillips is not practicing. Mike McDaniel told us uh, on the second play of the first practice, he got stepped on. Uh, so they're just doing their due diligence to separate Jalen from the practice field until that heals completely. It's not anything that they're worried about. Uh, but this is the time of year to protect players from themselves and not have him push through and put himself in a position where he's dealing with something long-term that lingers instead of just taking the extra time and, and letting it sort itself out. Christian Wilkins was the best football player on the field today at practice. And that included in the pass rush. That was not just I'm playing run defense and we don't have pads on yet. Right? In the pass. Now, Bradley Chubb was awesome as well. I think he's moving really well. Uh, he seems like he has um, gotten his feet under him completely. He's back in this Vic Fangio system. He was asked about that. He's one of the, the players we heard from in the post-practice availabilities. And uh, he he had acknowledged, like, there's times where I feel like I'm the coach out there where guys are coming up to me asking me questions, uh, and, and I'm filling them in on um, how I've – played this in the past or, or how these responsibilities are supposed to unfold. And I want to, I want to learn and digest even more of this defense so that I can know where everybody's supposed to be and know when I have to play within the defense and when I have the freedom and the Liberty uh, to go outside of structure a little bit and try and make a play happen. And that happens when you really truly understand the defense. So it was really insightful from, from Bradley Chubb. He had an awesome playlist as Orange Jersey got too. Um, but Bradley Chubb, and Christian Wilkins, I thought, were the two head and shoulders standout performers. Jalen Phillips didn't practice. Zach Seeley was good. Christian Wilkins was phenomenal. Not a lot that you could be upset about. I thought the DBs staying on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Javon Holland uh, made a couple nice plays in coverage. I thought Elijah Campbell made a couple nice plays in coverage. He's a really interesting player. He's been a special teams type guy, but he is a physical player. Could he be a safety that plays in that star role at times? Um, I'm not sure. Um, the, the ability to fill whatever reps are going to be vacated for Jalen Ramsey is something that is, as we said on our most recent show, uh, going to be a divide and conquer. I don't think you're going to have a single player that steps into any of that. But can you get three players to take the roles and then use other players to take where that player was otherwise going to play, or maybe that player wasn't going to play in that personnel package and do it that way until Jalen Ramsey gets back. And Mike McDaniel was very transparent. He said, we are um, not going to know until Jalen Ramsey goes under the knife, which is happening, started about an hour ago from when I'm recording this right now. It's about two o'clock on Friday. He went under the knife. He was scheduled to go under the knife at one o'clock. So we'll see if the news comes out, if the news comes out and we figure out, Hey, they, they trimmed it. In six to eight weeks, well, Mike McDaniel did say regardless of uh, whatever uh, the outcome is, the beginning of the season is, is probably to be off the table first couple of weeks regardless. 
And that's, you're about six weeks away from season opener. So that makes sense. Six to eight weeks, you're, I think best case scenario in this worst case scenario world, as we said on our last show as well, is you're probably missing the first two, three weeks. So that's that's the defensive side of the ball. I, I thought uh, from a linebacker perspective, I thought Duke Riley moved really well. Not a surprise there. Uh, I thought he was confident with his assignments. I thought David Long was another player, just kind of looking over my notes here, uh, who stood out in a good way, fast to flow. Man, he's he's a different breed of linebacker than what we have, what we've had, and, and it's a good affirmation of that. And I think that was the first tweet that I sent out after practice when it all wrapped was the rest of the Dolphins defense would like to remind you that they have a lot of talent. And they referenced Jalen Ramsey speaking to the team as something that energized all of them. But I don't know if the dudes were on social media and reading all the gloom and doom about the Jalen Ramsey injury or what, but they came out lit up for practice today. And it was a very eye-opening tone-setting performance by that defense. And uh, they got up after the blitz package a little bit. They, they brought some heat. Let's just say that. So uh, that was it was really entertaining from a defensive perspective to see all of the players kind of in this new system. That's obviously the the, the storyline and the talking point is okay. Well, it's a new scheme. How are these guys taking to it? It looked like they're taking to it just fine. We're going to talk on the offensive side of the ball, offensive storylines next year on Locked On Dolphins. Before we go any further on the show. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks of each and every week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we are providing you the players that are guaranteed fit for your team. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us in this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. When the top-tier quarterbacks are off the board, There's another line of luxury passers and runners who are guaranteed fits for your starting lineup on a weekly basis. Joe Burrow, narrowly avoided an injury, remains a classic pick in the top six QB1s with his prolific reliability in an offense with great weapons he knows so well. Burrow will get it done again, humming along to big numbers in Cincinnati and ergo your fantasy football team. Vinny Iyer from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is all about each player being a perfect fit. The same goes for your vehicle. With eBay's guaranteed fit, there are over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, so you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shock struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it, and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay's guaranteed fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little TLC because now you know you will be set up for success from the get-go with eBay's guaranteed fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just one click away. For all the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at eBay Guaranteed. Motors, that's ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay's guaranteed fit is available only to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. So offensively, uh, quiet day (laughs) Uh, because the defense was so swarming. There was 
Um, I know a couple of folks, it it rained, uh, so there was thunderstorms. So it was inside of the inside portion of the facility. And that might be the highlight of my week was getting walked with the the communications team from the media pit outside of the press conference room through the Dolphins practice facility to the indoor area where they had us up in the perch and back in one of the end zones so we could observe the practice. And that facility is everything it has built as first and foremost. But if I'm thinking about the offensive performers, a um, couple of guys that, that aren't practicing right now, um, but are potentially very prominent players for the Dolphins offensively is Teron Armstead, and uh, who obviously with his payroll and, and his historical performance is going to be a, a hallmark feature of this offense when he's on the field. And then Isaiah Wynn, they're both getting some pretty good work in, um, staying moving, doing conditioning, I'm seeing Tehran um, staying loose. He looks good. He's 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 not uptight. He doesn't look stressed, anything like that. So I know Mike McDaniel had had kind of communicated the expectation was both Isaiah Wynn and Tehran Armstead were trending towards being back sooner rather than later. I thought they both looked great with what they were doing, just working off on the side. As far as players who did play, I got a chance to see Devon A. Chain's speed in person for the first time. And that was um, everything was billed as now, whether or not there was running room or not uh, is a different story. And and that's, you know, they don't have pads on at this point. So I know I had had a couple people reach out, say, Hey, should we be worried about the offensive line? Because uh, the defense smacked them in the mouth today. No, um, I wouldn't be at least not yet. I wouldn't be worried yet. When we get pads on and we go live and we're full, We'll see how it plays out. But again, this is still one of the best. I'd say this is a top five defensive front seven in football. So even if they test you, it, it's it's going to help you grow. Now, I did enjoy watching Butch Berry uh, staying hands-on with the offensive line, uh, with where they had us set up in the back end zone directly underneath of us. Uh, the beginning of the practice was O-line and D-line, and they were doing their individual drills and, and working on their their tracks for certain kinds of runs and blocks. And uh, seeing Butch Berry be as hands-on as he was, I, I was very mindful of some of the communications uh, that were being handed down uh, when the Dolphins made the decision to move on from Coach Matt Applebaum as the offensive line coach. And they, they said, you know, Frank Smith had to be a little bit more hands-on with that unit than they necessarily wanted him to be. So I'm watching Butch Berry, and I think it was pretty relevant uh, and pretty apparent that there was uh, active experience within this system, listening to him give the pointers and the coaching points to the players. Um, so if you ask me to pick out, hey, watch that position, coach. You think this is your first year in the system? I'd say no. I thought he had a lot of really uh, enlightening uh, pointers for the guys. Now, there were some guys that I thought showcased themselves pretty well. Uh, Robert Jones looks steady and sturdy, uh, and, and this is going beyond your typical Connor Williams and Robert Hunt and Teron Armstead, who obviously didn't practice. We know those guys are dudes. The other spots are where you're going to have to continue to be mindful, Right. And I thought Robert Jones is a player who potentially could be competing to step in at left guard. I thought he played, had himself a pretty solid practice. I thought Kendall Lamb held his own as well. Um, is somebody who uh, 
kind of flashed a little bit for you uh, late stage last year. Uh, obviously has been a career journeyman. I thought he was somebody who I, I came away from practice and said, hey, I thought he, in, in the midst of all the chaos that the defense brought with some of the pressure stuff, I thought he had a pretty helpful day. I, I, I liked what I saw there. From the tight end room, these guys were busy. I'll say that. Um, and you got the full gauntlet of them. You got Durham Smythe, Eric Saubert, Tyler Croft, Elijah Higgins, and Julian Hill. Man, Julian Hill, he looks like an NFL tight end, uh, which is a little surprising because he's he's not from the beaten path, right? This is Campbell, undrafted free agent from Campbell. Um, but his body type looks good. I know he had a target in one of the team sessions that was a broken up pass. Um, but you really didn't get a lot of volume in the passing game for the tight ends, which really shouldn't be a surprise relative to uh, what our expectation is for those players versus the wide receivers. Now, there were some killer battles with Jalen Waddle and, and Cater Kohu. Uh, we could have a whole show about Cater Kohu and the practice that he had, too. I thought the DBs in general, the, the receivers, um, had some opportunities to create separation. Uh, Waddle had one against Xavier Howard on a shot down the field, and Tua put it out there, and I don't know if the throw was on target or not because it was going away from us, and Howard and him and Waddle kind of got tangled up, and it definitely would have been defensive pass interference. So it would have been like a nice 40-something-yard gain regardless on a deep shot down the field. Um, but I thought that one of the consistent themes for the wide receivers is I thought they were in position to maybe have a little bit more separation where if you were throwing flags for penalties, um, you'd probably be in a position where you would have had a little bit more of a successful day offensively than what you ultimately did where it, it was, they really let them play and they, they were really smothering offensively. So or defensively against those wide receivers and, and in the pocket, especially. And, um, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to, I don't want to say anything that's going to get me in trouble. So, uh, great day for the defense. I thought you had a couple of standouts on the offensive side of the ball. I'm eager to see how they bounce back on Sunday for the the public practice. Um, from a quarterback perspective, Tua was Tua. Uh, a lot of consistent throws up on the face mask of guys. I, I thought the accuracy of the other two quarterbacks uh, left you wanting a little bit. Guys having to work for the catch at the catch point, having to adjust. Mike White had a near interception over the middle on a ball that was thrown behind on an in-breaking route. Kind of Campbell, I think Elijah Campbell was the first guy to contest that ball. It got tipped up in the air and almost got picked off by uh, Bennett Williams uh, on the play. Um, and then for Skylar Thompson, I thought the big miss for him was they had ran a a shot a pl a opportunity for a shot play down the field. And he ended up taking the check down and missed it where I would have loved to have seen him cut that one loose, let it hang out there and take a shot down the field. I don't know if he didn't see the, see it through the progression. I don't know if it was an alert, but sitting up in the end zone and watching the play unfold and say, oh, yeah, you could probably take the shot. And he ended up taking the check down underneath. Uh, but I thought both Mike White, Mike White also had a muffed snap and bobbled another one out of the gun. So some ball handling stuff there with Mike White. Uh, but Skylar Thompson, I thought both of their, those guys, their accuracy was much more uh, hit or miss than Tua Tungvaloa. So that's the offensive side of the ball.
we heard from a number of guys, Mike McDaniel, a couple of players. We're going to talk about them next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'll tell you what. I am finding myself rooting for a number of players who are not top of the depth chart guys to have big successful roles with this team. Uh, Duke Riley being one. Uh, I, this is a pro Duke Riley podcast. It has been a do- pro Duke Riley podcast for quite some time, but Duke apparently just dropped a single, uh, dropped a music video uh, for some music. He was asked about music uh, and what he loves about it. They had asked him in the media room, or did you think about getting Teron Armstead as a, a feature on your, your song? So when I'm done recording, I'm going to go listen to Duke Riley's song and you probably should too. I'm just saying, cause support our guy. Right. Um, but it, you could tell he's feels like a bit of an old soul. He was asked, like, what do you love about music? And Duke Riley said, it's timeless. You know, you can listen to a song and it'll take you back to a moment in time or make you think of a loved one and a memory that you had with that person. And I thought that was just the, the, this very artistic answer for a guy who plays a violent sport for a living. And uh I think Duke in this scheme as well, uh, being linebackers that can run, I think he's going to be in position to be a successful player for this team. And I thought the speed on the second level in general in practice today looked really, really good all around with the guys that they have. So uh, Duke Riley, that was my moment with Duke Riley. Noe Benogany was the other one. And honestly, Noah's career has not gone the way anybody would have wanted it to go, including Noah himself. But you listen to Noah talk, and you can tell the experiences of being one of the youngest players in the draft, being a first-round pick, the expectations that come with that. He talked a lot about him needing the crisis in his life that came with what the early years in Miami had brought him to change him as a person into he into who he needs to be now. Uh, he said he's very process-oriented now. He's just focused on getting better. He's not worried about being first-string Second string, he said, I'm just worried, worrying about being a better version of me, and I'm going to let the rest of the chips fall where they may. And uh, Noah also talked about reflecting on how he handled things early in his career in Miami after being a first-round pick. He said, you know, I had a certain lifestyle that I lived in Auburn and was able to be successful with. And through the crises of being a first-round pick and coming here and having the struggles and, and the hardship made me realize that I needed to change who I was. And he talked about how it effectively like turned his whole life on his head. Now, I don't know what that means for Noe Benogany from a football and execution standpoint. But, man, you listen to him talk, and it's like he, everybody's had a moment like that in time in their life where you have these catalysts for growth through struggle and weight of expectations and hearing Noah be very transparent about all that, you can't help but root for him as a player. Uh, we heard from Cedric Wilson as well. I thought the interesting comment from Cedric Wilson was uh, he 
they asked him, what, what did you do this offseason to make sure that you could put your best foot forward in 2023? And he said, really diving into the playbook so it wasn't like I was just running routes out there and could really truly understand the concept. So it was another example of a player talking about year two in the system and the timing and understanding the offense and the value of that um, all being very meaningful for him. And I thought he did look good out running routes. They ran some one-on-ones. He had some success, got down, got up the seam on one, um, had a really clean day in my mind for Cedric Wilson. And then the last player that I was there uh, for them to speak with was Bradley Chubb and Bradley Chubb. We kind of talked about early in the show about his comments about feeling like a coach at times in this scheme. Um, he was asked who talks more between him and Christian Wilkins. He said, I'm going to give it to Christian for now, but uh, kind of got in the flow of, of these practices now. So you'll be hearing a lot more from me and boy, he looked apart. Um, so that was the, the overall theme of practice for me was don't mourn for this Dolphins defense with the injury to Jalen Ramsey. Is it unfortunate? Yes. We're hopeful to see Jalen back at 100% as soon as possible. And when he comes back, it's going to be scary season. Like that, that is a horrifying prospect for opposing offenses to put Jalen Ramsey back into that group. If they can perform to the degree and the intensity and the success that they did at practice today. On 17 Sundays this fall, the Dolphins are going to win a lot of football games, and some of it's going to be because of the defense. And Jalen Ramsey at some point is going to get put back in that chemistry experiment. And he's already played in the system, so there's not going to be the same growing pains. So we'll see what news comes forth on that front. We will see all of you on Sunday uh, for Dolphins public practices here at training camp. That's going to do it for me here today on the show. I'm Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked on Dolphins. It is your team every day here on the Locked on Network. Fins up. I appreciate you guys for checking out the show. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make it a great rest of your day, and I'll be back to talk to you all again soon. Fins up. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.